0: Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Wednesday. Welcome to the show. show. So, guys, this is the Building Years. I'm Jeremiah Watkins.
1: It's Justin Alexio. We both look like shit.
0: Yeah, we look pretty (laughs) homeless today. (laughs) Both woke up. We're both. I'm in my my shorts
1: and sandals per use
0: for this podcast,
1: dude. I'm uh, I'm doing laundry every week now because uh, I'm running out of socks and underwear. <sighs> yeah, I need
0: to. I really need to but stop like, letting it go so bad. But I'm
1: like, new socks, new underwear. That's like that's like twenty five dollars. Yeah. Well, fuck that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Guys, we have a lot to talk about uh, this episode. I'm about to t- say something to Justin that I don't think he's heard yet, <laughs> and uh, it was very shocking to me. Last night, I found out that uh, the talent coordinator,
1: Tommy, at the
0: comedy store, got fired.
1: <gasps> I literally about to do a spit take. If I had water, oh my god! I put my hand over my mouth for the visual guys. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! What? Yeah. That was dude, this is a huge shock to me. I can imagine what it was like to you.
0: I will tell you where I found out.
1: Also, just so you know, I'm not laughing at you. I laugh when I get nervous. Oh no no
0: no, I, I know that. <laughs> I know that. It's I'm just, like sweating right now. <laughs> uh okay. Here's what happened whenever I found out. I was at the La Jolla comedy store last night, whenever I found out, and somebody texted uh uh Willie Hunter and said Tommy got fired, but the source was like, I was like, ah, that could be a joke, whatever. Yeah. Then, literally five minutes later, everybody starts getting text messages, and I and uh, Willie calls Brenton Biddlecombe because Brenton runs social media for the store and stuff like that,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: he just knows what's going on. And then they talk to like Quincy, another door guy at the store, and they're all all like, "Yep, he got fired." and we're like what like what happened i guess he's been stealing from the comedy store <laughs> <laughs> for like, like sh- a really long time holy and shit and they put in a new system specifically to, catch, to him. catch him because they couldn't prove it but i guess the till the numbers weren't matching up on anything like there'd be like a sold out main room and then there would be like you know five or 10 tickets not accounted for, which 20 bucks a piece. If you're doing that every single night, that's a lot of money. That's an extra like grand a week. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, so, so they, so everybody that finds out, they're like, Tommy got fired. Tommy got fired. Tommy got fired. (laughs) (laughs) They start chanting, Tommy got fired at the bar of the La Jolla Comedy Store. And I'm just sitting there. I'm just standing there in shock. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I almost
0: started crying. I'm not even kidding.
1: Yeah, dude, that's...
0: Because... Oh. And and, the, and the, the everybody looks at me. They're like, Jeremiah, what's wrong? And, dude, it was so hard for me to just keep it together because I was so stressed and shocked. I was like, dude... <laughs> I was supposed to be passed before now. He told uh. me in April of this year, 2014, that it would be within a month that he was going to pass me. And then uh. a couple months later. Yeah, I he, don't think
1: you even said that on this podcast. I, no,
0: I didn't because I, 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 don't, I don't air that kind of stuff. But now he's fired. It's like, <laughs> let's talk about it. He told me he was gonna pass me in April within a month. He said I was ready. He gave me this speech that made me feel really good. And then uh, a couple months later, after it didn't happen, he's like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna group you with uh uh this class this year. Uh I'm not gonna put your name on the wall this year. I'd uh, I'd rather put you in the next group uh and you'd be the first of uh the next class that gets passed. I was like, okay, I can't like get mad about him like you know wanting it to be later, and uh so the guys last night they're looking at me after they've just been chanting, Tommy got fired, <laughs> and everybody's happy, and everybody's like,
1: was he not well liked at the store? A lot of
0: people ha- had reasons to not like him. One of the things was uh a lot of people said that he was racist uh he said some questionable things around me a few times, but like he was always super, super nice to me, and he was really good to me. I mean, he made me play the game, like he made he put me through late night for years and stuff like that, but it did make me a better comedian uh, and he like the racist thing i I've only heard stories like he's kind he, of hard to determine if someone's it, racist it, yeah because you're... he like so the questionable stuff that i that I mentioned. It's just stuff that, like, my dad would have said. But he comes from a different era. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. my dad will say some stuff. It's I'm more like, like. Oh, that's kind of racist. But, like.
1: It's more, like, racially insensitive than racist. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, but the stories I've heard, I don't know. I'm not going to get into that <laughs> on this podcast. But, uh, so, I'm, like, just.
1: You're shell-shocked.
0: I'm shell-shocked. And then, like. I seriously almost started crying. And, the, and like, everybody could tell how upset I was. I was, like, almost, I was just, like, shaking my head and just, like, staring blankly. And uh, they all, like, really nice. And uh, they're like, listen, you may even get passed faster now that he's gone. He's like, you never know. He's like, they're like, he's been telling Earl Skakel that he's going to pass him for the last four or five years and uh and they're all like listen uh Eric Marino said some really nice things he said uh, listen man you've made yourself undeniable at this point you're going to be passed don't worry about that he said you're you're a rising tide right now you're doing all these clubs everybody knows you he's like do not worry about getting passed it's going to happen it was just more like about which i really appreciate appreciated him uh saying that to me whenever like because I was so upset. And uh it was more about like I was upset because uh for people who don't know the comedy store and uh like how it works, like that's the town coordinator, uh uh Tommy, he decide he's basically the gatekeeper to everything there. He decides which spots you get, if you're gonna go up, like on Mondays, all this stuff. And so I'd been going there for years. He'd been having me do late night and all this stuff and I wanted the satisfaction of him passing me cuz I've yeah. gone through all his hoops. Yeah. I've done everything that he's told me that I he thinks that I should do for my comedy career and everything. And uh yeah, I'm not going to not going to get that now.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. You're so close. You literally are probably the closest. You you already been Oh, t-
0: and then and then a couple of the other people were like, yeah. He told me that you were next. I was like, <laughs> I feel like this guy just died. Like it's so <laughs> like, it's it, like I was really bummed out because it's one of those things. Like I can't. It's one of those things where we had a, a a good professional relationship, but it's not like we're gonna be able to hang out or anything. Yeah. You you know like yeah it's, yeah it's just like
1: Jesus just rough. Wow, when did that happen?
0: Last night. Oh
1: my god wow that is that is some stuff yeah so do you feel like do you feel like you wasted time now
0: no because enough of the people who i think are the decision makers they should be like this guy's next <laughs> like i i certainly hope so because so who do you
1: think is gonna be the next talent coordinator
0: well right now it's gonna be for sure uh as a as a sub um adam Egit, and he's um He's he's been the manager of the comedy store for a while, uh, quite a while and we're good friends actually. Uh I mean I'm gonna talk to him and I just I, I I kinda wanna just talk to him and be like, Do you have the power to pass people or like is that gonna it, it might go back to Pauly, dude? Mm. It might go back and to does Pauly know I might you're... have to like showcase. He knows me, but like he's more just like heard things about me than seen my com- a lot of my comedy. He's only seen me once or twice. Mm. But I mean, it could go back to the old school of showcasing because that's how Mitzi used to do it. Is is they used to showcase for Mitzi. Jesus. So I have no idea. So I'm I'm like I'm trying I'm not to think about it. Nervous about, too about much. having
1: to showcase for older people because I'm like, I don't yeah. know how the comedy translates. Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah, that <laughs> happened all <laughs> last night. All right. Sorry to take up the first chunk of this podcast, glad, but it's I'm pretty glad, uh, I'm glad pretty you're shocking. Alive.
1: Yeah, that's that's crazy. It's literally like a movie. You'll be able to go back and be like, I was supposed to be passed. Then the guy that's going to pass me gets fired in a scandal.
0: Yeah, man. (laughs) It's rough. (laughs) It's rough. But, I mean, the reason why I was in La Jolla last night, very good reason, uh, Jeffrey Ross, uh, Brian Moses, who we've had on this podcast, and uh, Rail Battle took down um, uh, the roast battle to the La Jolla comedy store mm-hmm. and it sold out last oh, night wow. on a Monday. So there's over 200 people there. And, uh, Moses asked, uh, Jamar and I, and, uh, uh Earl Skakel and, a co- and Whitney Rice and a couple other people who are usually on the show to come down there and be part of it. Like I did, uh, the, the wave thing with, with Jamar and, uh, Willie was in it last night and Trey Stewart. And, uh, it was a lot of fun. It It, it did really well. The show was really well received and, Everybody's like, when are you guys coming back? And we're like, I don't know. This is the first time they've ever done it outside of the Comedy Store in Hollywood. Uh, but it was cool. Jeff Ross was really happy. And uh, he took us all out for like wings and food afterwards. And uh, it was a fun night. But I had to drive back the same night. And it was, oh, I've had to do that a couple times recently. I've I've been on the road more in this last week than I have in a very, very long time.
1: Nice. Well, I'm glad. You're like a road dog. Real comedian now. Leveling yeah. up.
0: What's been going on with you, man?
1: Yeah, What happened this week? I freaking went on went on those auditions together. Did we talk about <laughs> we that? We haven't talked about that. Oh, boy. What? Uh, we Well, I col- think we talked about
0: the initial one, right? But we didn't talk yes. about the callback. What happened?
1: We got a callback, guys. We got
0: a callback on our uh, comedic duo audition for that 49ers superfan audition. Uh... For Comcast. I don't care. I didn't book the spot off I'll say what it is. (laughs) I didn't sign a disclosure agreement. (laughs) Suck it. (laughs) So if you if you see a Comcast commercial with guys wearing 49ers jerseys and it's not Justin and I that was the commercial we auditioned for and we didn't get. Oh Jesus. But uh yeah, so we had this thing where I had something come up. I I shot a segment for Jimmy Kimmel last week. Did it air? Uh, It airs tomorrow night, I guess. Okay. Yeah, because it was like a a sketch kind of thing that was... A
1: pre-recorded sketch. A pre-recorded
0: sketch, not like a live thing with Jimmy. Uh, And I had a thing that came up. We were supposed to both audition together at like 10.45, and I was like, oh, dude, this shoot's going to go to at least one. So they were able to get me a later audition, and then they were like...
1: They called back and they're like, yeah. "Justin, you gotta go in early." Some bullshit. Yeah, they
0: separated us.
1: Yeah, they, it was not good. So,
0: as I, soon as they separated us, I was like, "I don't think I'm gonna get this."
1: That's what I thought too, and it proved to be correct.
0: Yeah, but Justin <laughs> got a a second call back, and I just I think that they were just pissed how late I came in.
1: Because you came in after they'd already. Stopped. I came in after, I think after they'd no already way.
0: stopped that that for that type. They probably had their guys selected.
1: Yeah, of course they did. Yeah, it was just too late. Um, my audition, my second audition was literally the one of the worst auditions I've ever been on. This guy, they made it the minority audition. Me and this Asian guy go in. I'm telling the guy, I'm like, all right, so this is what me and my partner did in the first one. Just, I'll initiate the dream sequence, the falling. He's like, all right, man. And so they're like, all right, have some banter. And I'm like, hey dude, you know, what's going on with Sherry or whatever? And he's like, you're stupid. What are you talking about? I'm like, um, Sherry, you know Sherry? He's like, dude, Sherry doesn't exist. What are you talking about? Oh, my god! like, all right. And then you think it can't get any worse. He punches the air, then elbows me in my chest. And I, I was like, I literally, you just see the shock on my face. And I'm like, what is happening right now? Yeah. So then we go. He doesn't know anything about football. He starts cheering. He doesn't, I don't know what he's saying. It's nothing related to football. He's like, oh, like he's not watching the screen. It was weird. So then uh, we do it again, and the guy, the director, is clearly mad. He's like, uh, he's like, let's talk about football. He's like, do the banter about football. Do the banter about football. I'm throwing in some football specifics because it's my favorite sport. And he's like, dude, that's not what happened. No. No, dude, they didn't win last week. Like every just denying everything, destroying our reality. basically, and so
0: making it seem like you're a crazy person. It
1: it was the worst, but I got a (laughs) callback.
0: What if they? uh, What if they're like, man, this was the worst callback ever. But we don't want a lawsuit because uh, that guy elbowed that guy really hard in the chest. Let's just give him a call, a second (laughs) callback, dude.
1: It was I had to bite, dude. I and I literally after that audition, I walked away, and he's like good good job man and i just turned my back and i just walked out the door it's like you fucking elbowed me in yeah. the chest not necessary if it was necessary it's go like, for yeah it. go
0: for it if it's funny or whatever yeah but it wasn't necessary
1: and it wasn't funny yeah. so then we go i go to the second i go all the way out to chatsworth guys which is like 40 miles away they gave me the wrong time i was supposed to be there at 3 45 i got there at 11 15 they switched it <sighs> So then I'm like,
0: so everything was unorganized about oh yeah. this certain commercial people.
1: Oh yeah, and then so then I'm like, all right, I had an audition at CBS for some showcase at three. I'm calling; it's a whole big mess. I yeah. go back to audition at CBS, then I go back out to Chatsworth, and then uh, they made,
0: they they made you go back.
1: I had to, yeah. They wouldn't see me there. I literally showed up there, and the stunt guy was just there. He's like, oh, this we start until late afternoon.
0: I was like, oh, Jesus. so messed up.
1: So I didn't get it, and I'm like, how much money did I waste in gas? That was like, what, 40 miles there, 40 miles back, then 40 miles back there, then 40 miles back. So that's like 160 miles. Yeah. It's a lot of gas.
0: That is a lot of gas.
1: So that was my last Thursday, guys. (laughs) But I did get to get up in the rigs, and I pretended like I was skydiving. That was kind of cool. All right. So, I mean, whatever. I'll look for Silver Line. It was seriously the nicest house I've ever been to. It was in this gated community. This house probably cost $20 million. Dude. it's weird. Wow. And then everyone's just looking at their pool and their kids swimming. It got creepy.
0: So what was uh, what were you doing the rest of your week? Because that was all on Wednesday and Thursday, right? Yeah. Um, what was your weekend like?
1: Let me think. Friday, I had a show. Uh, it was good. Dude, I literally... I was doing performing, and I'm like, I can do this forever. I was like, I don't think oh, I can... stand-up em- comedy? Yeah. I was like, I don't think... I get... I Sometimes I'll hate doing scenes in acting class, or I'll have a bad improv show and be like, fuck that. But I can have a bad stand-up show and be like, all right, that was still worth my drive out here. Yeah. So, I don't know. I got, I got a... Guys, I got selected to be an alternate for NACA. Heck yeah. Congrats, dude. My agent said there's a close to 0% chance I'll actually get the showcase. <laughs>
0: close to 0%. How I'm the, uplifting.
1: I'm the 10th alternate. He's like, nine people. Sir, someone has to drop out. Then nine other people have to drop out before you get the call. And I'm like alright
0: right. I'll right, stay on the bench here. <laughs> I'm
1: like, so this doesn't mean anything? And he did the same thing your agency did. He sent out, congratulations, and I was like, "Yes! How did this happen?" And I just, dude, I was it. so frustrated about that.
0: <laughs> and then I just found out that the I they made me re-edit my tape, and every basically every time I've submitted, I've gotten really close. And this time, I didn't even get past the first round. Jesus! So I was like, "Man, how many?" Either they just didn't like my sense of humor, or like the tape wasn't as good.
1: How many NACA submissions did you do this year?
0: Two or three. Two
1: or three. And, like, I think
0: the next one is in December, so I guess I'll submit for that.
1: Have you gotten all the results back from all three? Yeah. So you got?
0: Around three and around one and maybe around two. I don't
1: know. Okay. Dude, it's so arbitrary because the one I got selected as alternate for, I got bounced out first round. Same tape. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, who knows? Who knows what they want?
0: (sighs) Who knows? (laughs)
1: What the, Hollywood, what do you want from us? Tell us, tell us, please.
0: Uh, I was in San Diego on Wednesday and Thursday for the death, the Death Squad stuff. Nice, and that was pretty fun. It was a, it was a good time. Luckily, I was almost relieved I didn't get a call back on Thursday because I would have had to drive back, back into L.A. and that would have been a four hour drive from san diego to chatsworth <laughs> yeah and then driven back and saying dude that comic-con traffic sucked it took me i left around three on wednesday got there at seven thirty.
1: holy shizzle
0: so yeah but i got lucky and i found a meter <laughs> i was like how lucky is this everybody's paying so much for the lots and everything around there they
1: didn't comp you from the club
0: Dude, there's so many comics on all those shows. Yeah. There's like they're just like they usually I mean <laughs> they'll call it like a headliner parking spot or something like that. But like Not whenever uh, not it's... all
1: you features. Yeah,
0: with Death Squad is like so many so many comedians. Yeah. So I, I was the Iron Patriot for for Kill Tony I Just Up. Have you ever seen that element of the show? Mm-mm. There's like he has this security <laughs> uh a guy who he used to dress up as is uh, a real um, Iron Patriot costume. Okay. A guy like on Hollywood and Highland, like that good <laughs> of quality and like legit suit. He used to be the the quote unquote head of security for the podcast, <laughs> and he would just talk into the mic uh, at random times, like "Hey uh, Tony, uh, um, yeah," and did he say like weird racist stuff? And <laughs> it was a funny element. so now he went crazy and. <laughs> And Tony cycles different Iron Patriots in there, basically.
1: So, did you say some racist shit?
0: Uh, n- uh some, a little bit, not <laughs> not too much, but uh, it was it was it was a good time. And then Thunder Pussy followed uh, that at 10 p.m., and that was actually great, dude. I had one of my best sets yet, uh, for that particular podcast because people are yelling out so many topics, so I had. Options, basically. Yeah. And I was just feeling it, and it was, a, it was a really good show. Good. And then the following, we did uh the Death Squad uh, Super Show the following night on mm-hmm. Thursday night at 10, and Burt Kreischer headlined, and uh that was a fun show, too. And then I had to drive back that night, which sucked, but it was all right.
1: Road dog, baby.
0: Yeah. And then I was in Brea with Bobby Lee all weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so, dude, I've driven... Almost every single night. like.
1: How many shows week. did you do this week?
0: This past week, I did.
1: Oh, let's see here.
0: Mm-mm-mm, let me look at the calendar.
1: The calendar.
0: So I really know how many I did. Uh, 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 uh. I did. Let's see here.
1: Mm-hmm. Do we want. All... Eight, nine, ten.
0: Did ten shows in the last week?
1: Fuck. That's a lot of shows, man.
0: Yeah. Did, yeah. That's one of my highest grossing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ten. like, And they were like good shows, too. Good audiences. Not like uh, bar gigs, which I'm very grateful for. So, it was, yeah. It was a good busy week.
1: Nice. Wow. What a week for us now. It's already Tuesday. I haven't auditioned at all. Don't have any auditions tomorrow.
0: <laughs> Dude, so I this is the first time this has ever happened. Uh, our manager, uh, again, he got me an audition for a short film. And I was like, all right. I, I didn't read the email. I was just like, confirmed for the time. And he goes, you may want to read this one before you decide. And I was like, what? I read. I started reading the script. It was terrible. So I guess after he got the audition, he read the script and it was a bad script and i texted him back i was like this script is pretty bad if you want me to go on this i will but it's a pretty strange script and he's like let's skip out on this one <laughs> like it was that bad where he was like yeah you don't have to go on this it was like a short film sag everything like that 100 dollars a day like all that stuff and uh dude this script was just so what bad what was the premise it, okay, it was like if white people were writing about the hood <laughs> and they knew nothing about the hood it was that like I was like, this is horrible
1: well, you know to do a sag short film you literally all you have to do is register with them like pay a hundred dollars and anyone can oh really anyone can
0: well, there you go <laughs> anybody can
1: uh, we we could do it right now we could write whatever the fuck we want. Put out a breakdown.
0: I love how on IMDB you put like for the budget of chick on the side like three hundred grand or something. <laughs> I'm just like,
1: What? Well you if we rented all those locations <laughs>
0: Hilarious. Yeah, those are set. You know that bedroom scene? Man, we rented out that facility, dog. Uh Bobby Lee did this thing to me the last show where I'm in the green room with him and uh Uh, Kyle, Kyle Ray, who's hosting, he's like, I hear him prepping for my intro and Bobby Lee stands in front of the green room door and he's like, I'm not letting you out. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's about to call my name. He's like, nope, you're going to go out there late.
1: I was like, Bobby, no. I, I, I want to start the set off on a good, <laughs> I on a good my, note. Yeah, dig myself a grave here.
0: And uh, he's like, no, this is going to teach you. This is going to teach you a lesson. I was like, what lesson? What are you talking about? And he goes, and Kyle goes, Jeremiah Watkins. I was like, dude, let me go. And like, he waits a while and, uh, Kyle again goes, Jeremiah Watkins. <laughs> and I start running from the green room. And then over the mic, he's like, was Bobby holding you hostage in there? And I'm like, yes. And uh, I got on stage. I was like, sorry I made you guys wait. But the wait will be well worth it. <laughs> well, that's and good. Then I just went into my set. And you crushed it. I had a really good set. Dude, on Saturday, the show there was like pretty much it was almost complete, completely sold out. Dude, was... I had one of those magic sets. It's in my top five of all my sets I've oh ever boy. done. Oh, boy. It was just like, as soon as I got on stage, it was special. Killing it. It was fun, man.
1: Good. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you had a magical week, Jeremiah.
0: Yeah, I don't know what my future holds uh, with the comedy store, but we'll see.
1: <laughs> <Isn't>, Literally, like, <laughs> you're like, this is the best week it ever. Was so,
0: And then it ends with... Oh, the guy who held your future at the comedy store is no longer there? You may have to start with somebody else?
1: <laughs> okay. We'll see. Oh, Jesus. Do you have any shows this week?
0: Yeah. Uh, Thursday, I'm going to be freaking back in San Diego. Oh, my again. God. For what? I'm doing a guest spot on uh, uh, Billy Bonella's headlining, uh, The Madhouse. And. Um, I'll be there Thursday, 8 p.m. And then this weekend, I don't exactly know. Uh, I'm doing a um, also a special special appearance on uh, Pat Reagan's Echoes Under Sunset, the Baby Boys. This is uh, his comedy rock band. I'm gonna do a special appearance there. And uh, other than that, Friday and Sunday, I usually am at the store. But um,
1: what's the point I now? <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't know
0: what's going on, guys. <laughs> I usually ha- I usually uh the reason why I was hanging out there so much was because of Tommy, the talent coordinator. So um I don't know what's uh yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know what I don't, know what, the, I don't know what the process is going to be, but I'll I'll be the comedy store sometime this weekend. Uh that's about it. Um and then hopefully there will be a, a Jimmy Kimmel sketch that I can post for next week. We'll see if it airs and if I made the cut. I don't
1: know. Oh, we'll be checking that out. I got shows Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, didn't bring my calendar, so I don't know which shows are which, sure. but I will throw them up on Twitter, and uh, maybe I'll throw up my Jimmy Kimmel sketch that I'm in for literally a second, less it, than a second. Was it funny, your part? Nah, it's good, I guess. It's like, all right. It's like, all right, that's my face. Okay, cool. So uh, You in focus? I'm in focus. And that's all you, you need? You get a reaction. Okay. I can put it in a sizzle reel. Nice. Don't think I could put it up on IMDb, but that's okay. All right. All right, down. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening, little builders.
0: Yeah, tweet at Justin Alexio or at JeremiahStandUp. And we always like to, you know, favorite reply and retweet if it's a good tweet. So we appreciate you guys listening. Thanks so much. Email us at TheBuildingYears at gmail.com. If you want to send us a little bit longer message, uh, let us know how we're doing with the podcast. Uh, or if you want us to talk about anything. We love you guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon.
1: I cooked chili dogs this weekend naked, burned my penis, and then to cool it off, I put it in some nacho cheese.